Welcome to the Bold and Balanced Mama podcast, where we will learn how to cultivate a lively, fierce, fun, and unashamed motherhood. We see it everywhere, this culture of a burnt-out mom being the norm. This hot mess mom running on fumes is not the life we were called to live. We are meant to thrive as women who run after God first and then pour into our family from a full and well-cared-for heart, soul, and body. We see every other mom doing it all, yet most of us deep down are struggling to be it all. There is balance as a mom. I don't believe it is a myth, but that will look different for all of us. And there is a healthy way to do this without running ourselves to the ground trying. We will be talking all things health, wellness, mindset, and pursuing what God has for us in the season we're in. I can't wait to chat with you. So grab a cup of coffee or a matcha or listen while you're doing the dishes or folding the many loads of laundry, mama. This is your host, Caitlin Martinez. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. I am so excited you are here, girl. I pray over every single episode. And my prayer for you, my sweet friend, is to hear the Lord through this. I have been praying that your heart would be so open to what he has for you right now. I pray that these words that are coming out of my mouth are speaking to your heart and that you hear. And not only that, friend, that you put this into action. I hope and pray that this episode blesses you today because it has been an epic journey. And I cannot wait to share with you today how to take control of your week as a mom. What do I do every week to be successful, to take care of my health, to make less decisions, and to be a better steward of the time I've given? Because girlfriend, if you are like me, you are trying to run a household, maybe you're homeschooling like me, running two businesses like me, or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom trying just to manage the kids and life and then taking care of the laundry and the house and making decisions on what to feed your kids and then making sure they're not killing each other. I get it. So we're going to dive right in. Sister, we have so many decisions to make and that has led to so much decision fatigue. And that is a real thing. And it happens, does it not? (laughs) Think about this. We wake up, and some of us don't have enough cortisol in the morning. What happens, what should happen, is we wake up and we have a ton of cortisol, which is good, that we're running off of this cortisol. And it's this fight or flight response all day long. So our brains are not designed to multitask. But in the moments throughout the day, think about it. You are multitasking. Your phone is dinging. Your watch is dinging. You have all of this in your head. You're trying to answer a question that your daughter is asking you about the food or the cup of water. And then you have to think about the list you have to make for the groceries and what to do and what to clean. So today we're going to talk about how to simplify this. This is why 
You need routines and rhythms. And I promise you, friend, when you have routines and rhythms set in place, I'm, I'm not talking about like strict guidelines. If that's you, you do you, boo. That's not me. But I like to have rhythms. That helps us, helps my stress level, and it helps my kids' stress level. Knowing what is ahead. We have over 6,000 thoughts a day. And it's only going to get worse. So let's try to simplify that. What does it look like? We are called to thrive as moms. But everywhere you see, we talked about this in episode one, of the hot mess mom, the messy mom, the just get through the day and feed your, feed your kids chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese, you know, whatever is easy and fast. That We don't want to do that. We're called to thrive as moms and how do we set ourselves up for success every day to help with the decisions we make? What happens when we don't? We just talked about that, right? What happens is chaos, stress, binge eating or not eating enough. We want to prevent these things. We get snappy. We try to do too much at once and then what do you do? You run to your phone. You get on Instagram or Facebook and you scroll and scroll and scroll to escape the chaos surrounding you. In that moment, your brain goes into this dopamine mode and you love the dopamine hits. But at the same time, you're thinking, wow, they have all their ish together. Their house is perfect. Their body is perfect. And then you just get stressed out. Let's go there. How do we prevent this? How do we prevent from diving into the stress overload of our days? Here are my tools to help you. You have to have a plan. Now, there are some women who love to have a meal plan where every single meal is planned out and written out and you stick to it. If that's you, then do that. For me, I like to have seven meals for dinners. I had to have three options for lunches and three options for breakfasts. Now, one of those options at dinner time is leftovers. So that's what I do. I make it simple. So I, I sit down every Saturday and I write out meals for the week. What does a meal look like? It's balanced. It is a meat, it's some kind of vegetable and some kind of carb. So for example, my go-to stuff is chicken sausage. I get it at Costco. I know I have it in my freezer all the time. That is my easy dinner. It can thaw in like three minutes in hot water on a last minute dinner night, you know? So I have that ready. I cut it up and I dice it up and I cook it in the pan or in the toaster oven. I add some sweet potatoes or roasted potatoes as my carb and I have frozen vegetables. Now, I am strict on my budget when it comes to healthy eating, but then I'm not. So I do, what does that mean? Caitlin, that makes no sense. I know, stick with me. I cut corners where I can. In this way, I buy frozen vegetables a lot because organic vegetables is very important to me and they're cheaper at Costco frozen. They're fast to cook. They take less electricity than roasting vegetables. Now, hear me out. I love frozen vegetables. I mean, I love roasted vegetables better, but it takes more time. So just know what you're doing throughout the week. I have those meals up on my list and I cook them 
on the nights where I need less like but I have to have less prep time that I know which meals are easier and faster hope that makes sense so I make all of those meal plans now for lunches I do things like leftovers for myself um that's really easy for me I do like cold cuts or gluten-free chicken nuggets I do not make every meal from scratch I don't I don't have the time for that or the patience so I do cut corners in that way I get like frozen bags of gluten-free chicken nuggets or I get what's really awesome right now at Costco is this Amy Lou paleo breakfast sausage it's like four dollars a pound it's yummy and my kids love it and it's super easy to eat and to make so we do that or we do like canned salmon things like this that are super easy and fast to make we have them on hand then I do sourdough bread or plantain chips or sweet potato fries or just sweet potatoes that I can just reheat that I cooked whole at the beginning of the week you have to sit down and think about what sounds good to you here's the thing I don't want you to sit down and plan out all these meals that you know are healthy, quote unquote, but you're probably not going to eat them. And it's going to cause you more stress forcing your kids to eat them. You know those nights, don't you? Those nights where your four-year-old daughter takes an hour to eat dinner because you're forcing her to eat vegetables she doesn't like. I've been there and I'm working on it too, right there with you. Think about the foods that you're kids like they enjoy and rotate those throughout the meal planning same thing with breakfast options I always do eggs I do eggs probably four times out of the week or I do good uncured sugar-free bacon or I do healthy breakfast sausage throughout the week so there's always a protein I like to fill them up on protein and um, carbs and fat that's really important I give them good cheese on there um, a fruit Zoe loves bananas so she goes for those I do good oatmeal and then I also have sourdough toast in the morning so those are just options think about what is more whole foods not the store whole nourishing foods that's gonna keep them full I'm not saying no snacks we'll get there in a second sister hold on but keep those breakfasts like minimal unless you love to cook some women love to cook in every morning I we have slow mornings so there are mornings like on Fridays when we don't have school that I just make pancakes and that is fun for them so think about your week plan out your days and around your errands and then write in the meals that are gonna be that will fit better with your plans not stressing out and making a separate meal for every single kid that probably isn't the best decision unless unless you like doing that and it blesses you and it blesses them right focus on less stress and more peace and more fun now what I love to do is my kids really enjoy and beg me to help in the kitchen I notice that when they help me in the kitchen they're more um, likely to eat the food right they get to choose they get choices and so I always allow them to have a place in the kitchen to cook with me okay let's keep going the less decisions we have to make during the week for meals the less likely you're going to be running to the store hungry shopping without a meal plan and then buying things that are not on your budget and not in your meal plan how do I do this I make my meal plan on Saturday 
and then I shop once a week. Now, girl, I'm not perfect. There have been times where I've had to go to the grocery store, but I really, really try to stick to going to the grocery store once a week. And I know my meal plans. I know what I have at home. I know what I am able to cook and going to cook. And I stick to that. That helps me from overspending helps me from shopping when I'm hungry uh, and it helps me throughout the week of knowing what I'm going to get done and what I'm going to cook. When we're cooking for the week, you have to think about snacks. I know I'm just like you. I kind of struggle with I'm hungry and I am giving you full permission. Are you listening? I want you to really listen to this. You need to snack. At one point, Recently, last couple months, I would not snack. I would find myself very hangry and snappy and rude. And I realized I need to balance my blood sugar. So going every three to four hours eating food has helped us tremendously. But knowing what you're going to eat for a snack is the huge thing. If you don't, just like your meals, you're going to be running to the pantry for the M&Ms. I don't have M&Ms in my pantry. They're gone now. But are you going to run for other things that aren't healthy? First of all, I probably shouldn't have those things in your pantry or your fridge. Am I right? But you have to have a set plan or you're probably going to be eating junk and not balanced stuff. What does a healthy snack look like? I have been loving making gummies. Now, I've had really bad recipes, but I love these recipes where it's just juice and grass-fed gelatin, which is very, very good for your gut. It's a protein, and then I have some kind of fat with it. So if you're dairy-free, you can do like coconut milk without the guar gum and everything else in it. It's from a can. and put that as a side or in like some kind of hot chocolate. I have a lot of recipes that I follow, and so hit me up. I can give you some sweet recipes. That is going to be balanced. So you want a protein, a carbon, a fat. You have to not just have protein, it'll spike your insulin. You can't just have a carb. And having the fat is going to help your digestion. So having all three is going to be really, really key. I'm going to have some great ideas up. I should get them going. So be on the lookout for great snack options as well. Uh, I do protein smoothies. I love protein smoothies. My latest one is grass-fed isolate or beef isolate protein. Um... I have tried vegan. I'm looking into more of that, but I love the grass-fed from Equip Proteins, not sponsored at all. That'd be really cool, maybe in the future. So I do that. I do some fruit. I do some spinach in there. I do some coconut milk and even bone broth. Girl, don't knock it till you try it. Until you put bone broth in a smoothie, you will not even taste it. I'm going down a rabbit hole. I get excited about smoothies. Can you tell? I get excited about food. I love food. I do. But I really have to know what I'm doing throughout the week. Shall we move along? Okay, that is meal planning, planning your snacks, planning your breakfast, lunch, and dinners throughout the week. And if you want to stick to a rigid schedule, then do that. Okay, next thing. Plan your week. When I sit down to write my meal plans, I'm usually writing down my appointments for the week and know when the best times for your appointments. You're probably like a super mom, but let me just tell you my top tips. I know when the best times to take my kids are and when they're not. I do not like being stuck in traffic at five o'clock with three hangry kids, right? Right? 
So know when the best times to go. I do my errands and my appointments normally on days when Nick is home. Uh, my husband has a good schedule to so where he's off like two or three days a week. And so I run errands those days. But you do the best time that works for you and know your triggers. If you can handle, bless you. If you can handle, mama, two, three kids, one kid at the grocery store and not be triggered with anxiety, give me some tips. But for me, those are very hard. And so I plan my grocery trips and my shopping trips and my appointments and errands when they can watch the kids. Next, planning out my homeschooling. I homeschool four days a week, year round, and we do six weeks on and one week off. That works best for us. Kids don't necessarily like it all the best, but it gives us a lot of breathing room and we do less work during the days. And we get Fridays off. So that gives me a lot of room to catch up on Fridays and clean and plan for the rest of the week as well. It just gives me a break and gives them a break. So I plan my workouts every week as well. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I know you've heard that before, but I'm not strict and rigid on the workouts I do. I have them and sometimes I wake up and I'm trying to work out with my cycle. We'll talk more about that in the future. But if I'm not feeling like doing intense cardio that day, then I switch it and I just do some other kind of movement. But I have those options written out and I know what I'm going to do for the week for the most part. I love, not sponsored again, Less Meals On Demand. There are plenty of options to go choose. If you want some more um, insight into what Less Meals On Demand is, reach out to me. I would love to help you with this. I have done and taught group fitness for years and I've done less mills since I was 20 and now I'm 33. So 13 years. I love it. It has helped me get in shape, build muscle, and it's really catered to what you want to do and where your workout is for that day. So that's always a really fun plan. That's what I choose for my workouts. Press play and go. I work out the best in the morning for me at this point in time. Now it may change next season, but for me, we do in the morning, we go for a walk. We do our morning time, which is our reading our Bible, devotional, our songs, and and our read along, read aloud books, our history, or science. After that, we take a break and I do my workout. We come back after I work out and maybe shower, depending on how intense I worked out. I get a snack. We all get a snack and we do our school time separate independent work. That works for me. You have to figure out where it works in your schedule, but if you don't plan it in your schedule, it's probably not going to happen, right? Then we do lunch. Um, and then I work during their work time. I know what works best for my schedule. And you have to think about your triggers. Look at your, your days and your weeks and sit down and actually journal about what is triggering my stress? What is triggering my anxiety? I hope these tips have helped you to put some plans in action. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's a really good idea because I give a lot of tips on what I eat, what I cook, what my plans are for the week, things like that. But you have to know what works best for you. Not every other mom on Instagram is going to do the same thing as you and feel good about it. Pray about it. What is going to help you be a mom that thrives on peace? 
not cortisol and adrenaline and then crashing at the end of the night. Maybe you're not eating throughout the day. You're just eating after them. Think about what is going to help you. Thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hear more from what you're doing in this time and how you're implementing this. Go take action on what I'm teaching because when you do, I really believe that you will thrive as a mom and thrive in peace in your home. And when we're at peace in our home, we can be a better mom. We make better decisions, healthy, overflowing. Sister, God loves you. And he wants you to be a peaceful mom. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I would love to hear from you. Would you do me a favor? Would you hop over on Facebook or Instagram and send me a message? I want to hear what you loved about this week's episode and how it impacted you. Then, if you did love it, can you hop over on Instagram and share in your stories this episode and tag me in it? I will be sure to share it on my stories as well. Last thing, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss an episode. I'll be dropping one every Monday. I appreciate it. Until next time.